D-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M. You gotta be extra like that. You just say ABC. I'm sorry that we're not all as talented as me and well-trained. Oh, proceed. Proceed with what? Your alphabet backwards. alphabet backwards. Oh, that just meant talent in general. No, I'm the police officer pulling you over and I think you're drinking and driving. Tell me your ABCs backwards. First Sir, of all, I can't officer, read. Even when I'm sober, and that would be the correct answer. I but but never. but except for the part you said, even when I'm sober, because he's like, "What do you mean you're not sober right now?" <laughs> even while I'm currently sober, I could not tell. <laughs> even while I'm currently sober. <laughs> Wait, because that's what I would say to a cop. I'd be, I'd be like, "Even sober, I can't." Yeah, but when you say "even sober," implies that. You. And I'd yeah. be like, "Wow, you really need to." make your check this week or something and then you'd be like a cab and then you pull off yeah i mean that is not what i would do what i would actually do is have my hands have my hands on the wheel and do everything the officer tells me to do even my teacher in school tried to help me i couldn't do it backwards officer pick another one i learned how to say my abc's backwards for a cute boy i remember the story because i'm a sucker Sucking that water down. Okay. Sucker. Anyway. You're listening to Postcard Depression, where we discuss this week's current hyperfixation. My name's Mariah, and my fun fact is that I have detached earlobes. All right. (laughs) That just makes me want to say that I have attached earlobes. And you would have died during the Holocaust. I know. My teacher walked up to me and said that. He said you wouldn't make it. All right. Well, no, I don't know if that's actually right because that's a recessive gene. I know. And he saved people with recessive genes because he was trying to make like a unique race. That's just what my teacher said. You would have died either way because you were gay. So. I don't think that's a Jewish cause. No, but he died people. I do know a Jewish gay. He died people. He killed killed people that were gay, black, like anything that was not the like norm, which was blonde hair, white, Mm -hmm. uh, blonde hair, white, and blue eyes, and straight. That is is so fucking ridiculous. So he would have put you in the concentration camp, and you would have a little triangle saying, "I'm gay." Um, Why not a rainbow? Yay! Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, go on. My name is Kaylin, and my fun fact this week is I quit my nine to five. So if y'all could give this a like, listen, help support us, that'd be she greatly left me alone. My name's Kinsey, and my fun fact is that I got Raiden Shogun in Genshin, as well as a another one. So now I have a Constellation One or C One Raiden Shogun, and we are about to get that third Raiden Shogun to have a C2. Honestly, Genshin's been, like, blessing you <laughs> the last couple of banners. They've been good characters. She spends a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you can go ahead and like and subscribe Instead to support Kinsey's Genshin addiction. Please. Oh, we all button? need money for different reasons. It just turns up the volume, the audio. I didn't mean to We're humble, humble. Yeah, but on the next YouTube. banner is Zhao and, and Altheim, or however the fuck his name is. And those are both amazing characters. I have to have both. But honestly, if I usually just get one character, I don't spend that much money. I don't really spend any money on wishes because I just grind for the wishes and I end up getting them. You know? Yes. But obviously, I told you guys for months that when the Raiden Shogun banner dropped, I was going to spend and drop money. That is true. So, also, it is New Year's. Um, We're an episode behind. So, why don't we all share a New Year's resolution that we are committing ourselves to this year Can't don't start. look at me like that <laughs> i will start um i will pick up my tin whistle that i got on a hyperfixation from i think either a year or two ago and i'll practice it once in a while 
one of my New Year's resolution is to read more, which I feel like is probably a lot of people's, but I'm holding myself to it. I feel like the tenuous ones a lot of people do. Yeah, definitely. I think that like every person I talk to, they specifically tell me that they can't wait to start learning how to play that. <laughs> it's wild. I'll come over with my clarinet from like fourth grade. And my new ocarina that Mariah got me for Christmas. Yeah. One of my New Year's resolutions is that I want to... Um, fuck, why the fuck I just forget just now? Uh, Do your hair. Oh, well, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to help, sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Um, I, I wanted to... St- now you made me lose sorry. it again. <laughs> I wanted to start creating um, for fun when I'm not working towards uh, bettering my portfolio. Obviously, I want my portfolio to be stuff that are fun. But I'm talking like low pressure like the you want to enjoy art me. again yeah yeah just have fun where you want to sit down and get lost for a couple hours yeah and like we made our mood boards we made our resolutions and we are going to be new people so if you're listening now and then you're listening next year like we might be whole different people sorry yeah i'll have i'll have orange hair <laughs> episode 100 we are completely different people Gosh. so just skip ahead and see if you well, like it wouldn't be 100 us. it would be like 59 because we're on episode 9 and there's 52 it'd be well, 63 we, we'd still be different whether it was 59 or 100 yeah but, yeah kizzy's gonna dye her hair i'm gonna go to the gym be like buff i'll be running hikes i'm gonna be like a marathon bitch y'all gonna be like right what are you doing next saturday I'll be like i'm actually running a marathon wild <laughs> I'll be like, no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be frolicking in the field to my Yeah, actually, my self-confidence <laughs> my self-confidence will be to the max, and I'll just be like, yeah, guys, here's my new partner for the month. Oh, yeah, partner for the month? Yeah, because you guys just told me I'm Paige Wands over oh, here. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I was just very, I was thrown off because I was like, oh, hold on, that's not something basically you said Mariah's going to be a player It year. basically reminded me that I'm no one's option. I'm not an option. I'm the option. option. The option. I'm the, the only option. I just didn't like. Yeah, I wish my mic was like a little smaller so I could like rest it right here on my boobs. That's why I got a squish my You're, you're like this. Yeah, because the mic's too big and my boobs are too big, <laughs> so I'm like awkwardly. Anyway, um, so what are we talking about this week, Kenzie? Well, this week, I mean, I, I offered it a few weeks ago, but. They don't know that. They, they thought it was last week because the episode went out last week. Huh? You're right. Last week, I told you guys that we should uh, should review Phantom of the Opera because Phantom of the Opera was... 2004. <laughs> was made in 2004 and was one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. I was not allowed to watch it, and I just happened to come across it one night. The funny thing is, is my mom had been watching it maybe a week prior, and I tried to come in and watch it, and she was like, oh, hell no. Get the fuck out of here. You were like nine? Yeah, I was like nine or ten, guys. Like not preteen yet, and she, she knows you because well, like, this will be an awakening. Be- because I don't like secrets. I was downstairs on the TV, just flipping through channels. It's not even that I knew it would come up. I was just like, you know, it's in the back of my mind. You know, Scorpio Lilith. I'm gonna remember stuff I was told not to watch. And I saw Phantom of the Opera was on the channel. I was like, oh hell yeah, click it. And it was in the middle of winter, so it was snowing, and it would get dark early in the day. And this movie just completely represents that vibe, that cozy, murderous winter vibe, you know, that all the girlies love. So I, I wanted to show you guys, but Mariah had already seen it. But luckily, Kaylin had never seen it when I had shown her months ago. Yeah, I, 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 
year ago, maybe. Yeah, it was almost a year ago now, but it's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I discovered it when I was like 11 in band class. You too? Oh, wait, you said that. You said yeah, yeah. I remember my band teacher was like, we watched August Rush, which is about this autistic boy who played the, the guitar this way. Like, he would lay it down, and he would be like, and he was like strumming, and I was like, this movie is not it. And then, I mean, it's fine if it is, but like, I personally didn't enjoy it. It was just about a kid playing the guitar. I didn't care. There's probably more to she it. She didn't resonate. I was 11. I didn't resonate with it. And then we watched <laughs> you know, a month later, we watched The Phantom of the Opera. And all I knew was that it was called yeah. The Phantom of the Opera. I didn't know there were like 12 different versions of it, but I was like, I don't know what the fuck my teacher just made me watch, but I loved every minute of it. And I remember I went home, I searched for it, couldn't find it. And then the next year, he was like, Oh, what movie do you guys want to watch at the end of the year? And I was like, Hey, Mr. Fatika, last year, <laughs> little antisocial Mariah, I was like, hey. last year you showed us this fan of the opera movie and I loved it so much. I was wondering if we could rewatch it. And he was like, yeah, of course. Little did that man know that that movie like really did re- re- rewire me. Yes. Dude, like, I felt- but like 11 year old Mariah didn't know. But like 16 year old Mariah, when she rewatched it on her own, like after I knew what it was called, then I was like, I now know why I love this film. Listen, I had neurons popping off of my brain the moment I was watching that movie and several things had happened in it. I you felt my brain. I felt my brain physically growing. No, it was like <laughs> magical watching as a child because you didn't know any better. You were just like, oh my God. You were like entranced. You were in a whole different trans- world. I- like, even as you an were adult, Christine. I could see the, the mm-hmm. pop rocks y'all are talking about, but I wish I still could have watched it as a child. I like to share, like, my first impressions from a distance before I even knew what it was about. And a conversation I heard with you and another person we went to school with um, about it. And I'll tell you what I thought going into it, like, what it was. I thought The Phantom of the Opera was a murder mystery dinner. That is just my assumption of what it was. Like, there's a guy at an opera house, and he's killing off everybody, but it was like, you don't know if it's a butler or you, you said Clue, it. the Phantom yeah. Edition. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. And I was like, I did not know it was a romance. Not one you know bit did I think it was Which a is sad. You know what's funny is that the person you're referring to from school, when they had said that they were Team Raul, we should have known. <laughs> you should have known. We should have known that that was not we'll somebody. there. But I do remember being in the car, and I was like, y'all quit spoiling it, because this is what they said. They, The friend at the time was telling Kinsey that... Uh, Raul is not the bad guy, so I was like, "Great, now he spoiled it." And Grace was like, "No, I, I guess I said her name." You Doesn't matter. Can you bring your mic closer to your face? Um, as she takes. Uh, it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she was telling you. I'm gonna say it all over again. She was telling. Stop it! Stop it! I'm kissing it. I'm now. not kidding. Careful, it's careful, on my face. That bitch unplugs. We're fucked. So I remember being in college. We were in the car. And a friend and you were arguing about Raul and Phantom, which I did not know who Raul was or whatever. And you guys were arguing about who was the antagonist. And <laughs> this girl was trying to tell you that Raul was not the antagonist. And I was like, great, now you spoiled it because I thought it was going to be some big twist. I watched it and I was like, Raul is technically not written to be the antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I'm Listen. dead. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the, What's so funny is that when, when Grace had said that, I was like, you, you gotta be fucking with me. No, he's not the good guy. The Phantom is. What are you talking about? I wonder what it's like to watch that film and think that he's the good guy. Shut the fuck up. Like, just, imagine watching it and you're just like rooting for Raul the whole time. That's weird to me. Yeah. Oh, 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 you said I wonder what's... Oh, yeah. Like, imagine um, you're rooting for him the whole time. Every single time you're like, that man's crazy. Oh, my God. Why would they tie him up? Blah, blah, blah. The Phantom is literally insane. 
But anyway. <laughs> so. So yeah, how was what was your reaction of actually watching it for the first well, time after you found out it wasn't this Clue? Is, this is what happened. Um, I, I would be playing my Hamilton, my Heather's. Yeah, you literally my, are meant to watch musicals. Like yeah, I love them. I, I was born to watch musicals, and Kinsey would be like, "Hold on," and she, she found this opera sound of music, which for me, unless I understand the context or the lyrics, mm-hmm. I just was hearing some angelic like. I will agree, compared to like a standard musical, <laughs> The Phantom of the Opera, even though it's not really opera music the whole time, it doesn't feel like a, the type of musical soundtrack. Oh, it feels like an oh, intense ass. Yeah. Like, but at if least you, with the but organs, if you're playing, bro, like, it's beautiful, but I was just like, I can't really listen to the lyrics. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, if know, you're comparing it to like can't... Hamilton or like uh, Darren Hansen or like the Newsies, like that's just, just like catchy oh, God, little Darren shit. Yeah. But then when you play The Phantom soundtrack, rap. it's like, it's like a whole different feeling. So like, you're right. It's yeah. a serious, mysterious Scorpio tone, so, and that's not what a lot of musicals take on. Maybe they have like two serious songs. Yeah, like, I mean, think of like High School Musical. That's just just like poppy, couple sad. Gotta go my own way, you know. Like, and that's fine. Phantom is different experience. It is. It's an opera, and I think that because I didn't know the lyrics, I didn't know the story. Like, Kinsey would be like, "I'm putting this on now," and she was in it. She was intensely creating artwork because we shared an art studio at the time, and she's like, "I'm gonna get you to watch it," and then. Um, I was like, I was like, one day I was like, I'm ready. Let's watch it, guys. And I would say, I like, it all made sense. Like the the magic, the pop rocks y'all were talking about. I was just like, I'm mad that I didn't know what the story was about sooner, and I'm pissed that I didn't get to watch it as a child because I could imagine Kinsey's little. How old are you? Nine. Well, I was like nine or ten nine years old. That's not that's even. I was, I was like not 11. a preteen. I was definitely not older a child. I was older child, bro. Mm-hmm her little mind getting blown listen there were several moments in the movie that i was so excited for kaylin to see and i it was the uh, masquerade scene specifically we watched it together Uh, yeah and then we finished it together in the scene where she's in her dressing room after her lit ass performance the mirror scene the mirror scene yeah and i was just waiting there knowing what the fuck was gonna happen like out of my peripheral vision like watching kaylin like oh yeah i was here for that part and and when it happened the music goes kaylin was like and he's like starts going to the mirror kaylin was really like like, her whole body was consumed by this man, and I was like, that is exactly how I was at nine years old. I felt like autistically staring at the TV, and then you can ask Kinsey, I would not stop playing the soundtrack for like months straight. I was okay with it, though. I was yeah, like, like, I was like it's that good. Is that good? I was, I was like, like well, this, I was like, I understand the lyrics now. I know exactly what the fuck they're saying. And Kaylin would talk about all the passionate lyrics, and like, I already loved the songs, and I felt the same way when I listened to songs, but when you hear somebody that hasn't watched before talk about how intense it is, I'm like, right. I'm not kidding. I didn't appreciate it as much. From the second the film starts, like, the second the music hits and the chandelier is raised off the ground, like, it's like chills, and I'm like entranced into the film. Are you talking about when it starts? Literally the beginning of the movie. it takes you back. The second it starts. I mean, like, like I said, the first time I watched it, I was like, what is this black and white film? But then I was like, and I was like, oh my god. I know, I was like, I'm being teleported and like the cobwebs are being blown away and everything's just it it i mean i think that's their goal like they're transporting you from current time to I that know, time but i'm saying the fact that they viscerally they did it good into it they did yeah. it so well i'll go over a few highlights like moments that made me like scoot closer to the edge of my seat or i was just like literally jaw drop when i saw the phantom on the roof and that he was listening the whole time about them singing think of me and like proclaiming <laughs> proclaiming their love like their lifelong love for each other bro kaylin cut straight to the to the three quarters of the film i'm just i'm I'm highlighting um it was very sad though wasn't it so sad seeing how he was was like every time i listen to just the soundtrack i always picture that scene so viscerally like because you when it cuts to his song you could still hear them singing in the background of the soundtrack uh 
I was shocked when I saw that he was there, and then his yeah. song, his reprise of it. That's he's pissed. When he first started singing it, I was like sad that I was like, he's pissed. And you know, in that song, you're like, I think Kaylin's uh, Scorpio heart resonates with him. <laughs> My Scorpio is dust. But when you hear him like start getting mad, when I was a kid, I was like, shit, is he going to hurt Christine? Yeah, that's what you think. Like, I was nervous. You know what? I'm going to come back to that, but you're right, Maya. I will stop highlighting because I just get further and further into the movie. We can, we can go back. Yeah, let, let's take it back to the mirror scene Sorry because <laughs> you're right. That moment where you faintly see him in the mirror. And then all of a sudden his hand is out of the mirror and he's just like, come with me. And she's fully like hypnotized by this man. Speaking of which, like she's also like, think of how her emotions are. She just performed for the first time on her own. She also saw Raul in this crowd. She's like, oh my God, is that Raul? Like my childhood lover? And she's like, hi. Like she's like literally like enjoying her whole life. Thinking about her dad, reflecting in this mirror, looking at herself. And then all of a sudden the angel of music shows up. The only reason he revealed himself is he saw Raul. He's like, you he was like, "Shit, I gotta no, get a move it wasn't, on." It wasn't mo- mostly because Raul was because the fact that all he wanted was for her to perform, and he was like, "She just performed oh, a masterpiece." Yeah, I, mean, I would agree with years. I would agree with Mariah because he did lock the door so that Raul could not get in there, but he had made it. He had he intentions because of, he was like, "You performed. I'm so proud of you. Now like I'm, I'm even more in love with myself. you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reveal the angel of music to you." Holds all back, kind of thing. But like, can we just talk about the actors, like? Um, how good they were at Yeah, acting. we'll take no Gerard Butler hate. I said this before on our Instagram when I posted about it. I was like, we don't want to hear it. If I've, you don't support him, I don't want to hear it. I've never, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, ever heard a Phantom that I liked more than Gerard Butler. Have you watched any of the other movies? I've not watched them. I've listened to uh, clips. Okay, I was yeah, checking. I multiple. I mean, I haven't either. I was just wondering. Oh, no. I just <laughs> So I'm kind of biased. When I heard that there was like Broadway versions yeah. and shit like that, and I was like, shit, well, let me hear some clips. Like, I want to go. And I would still go just because I love him in the opera, but nothing hits at all, nearly at close ever to yeah. Gerard, Gerard Butler. And apparently, Kaylee he said got she hate. saw she saw Phantom of the Opera at Playhouse. Apparently, he got hate, hate when he did the movie that people said he couldn't sing and that he sucked. And it's just like, what are you talking about? My whole soul was consumed yeah. by this man. And like, what I'm saying is like, the actors were so good at singing and they portrayed their characters so well. Like, I don't know, for such an early movie, early 2000s. The effects, the actors, and the singing, I was like, I feel like I'm there. Bro, I literally you're feel right. Like I'm Even there. effects, like when they were going down that hallway with the horse, like it does not feel like it was made in 2004. Bro, remember when I made that joke and I was like, uh, That poor horse only knows that like, hole. Who taking care of the horse? Who feeding him? I was like, He got a whole horse down here and he got to take care of it and it was waiting for him. I was like, What? It only knows that hallway. It knows <laughs> the door, the water. Yeah, the door, the water. The, he pissed in the water. water. Shit, in the water. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks from the, the water. water. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the fans taking horse, care of that horse. Sometimes they have like weird horse bales that hang on like the wall of mm-hmm. like straw. So maybe he got some straw down there. You okay. saw him taking care of his little hideaway. He was nurturing that horse. Yeah, hopefully he's taking care of it. Yeah. And then Loki Man is um and I don't mean this derogatory as an autistic person. Loki the autistic. Just the way he got his setup down there and he hyperfixates <laughs> on everything. Yeah. The way he got his setup. Yeah, so then he brings <laughs> he brings her down to that whole that whole scene, still amazing. Like the way Christine looks with her hair, like the curls are falling out. She's in this little dress. He's mesmerizing her and her face is just like hypnotized by it. How dare she be that beautiful? Because Kaylin, Kaylin is the reason why in college I started questioning if I was straight. But the funny thing is, is that I thought- If you were straight? I, I was questioning if I was still straight. Oh, okay. Because the funny thing is I always had thoughts very similar to <laughs> gay people. But <laughs> I was like, I was like, everybody thinks- 
um, women are pretty. Like everybody if wants. You're, gay, ev- Bruce. you're like everyone. <laughs> everyone's everybody a little wants to look gay. Some boobies. Why Every- not? Yeah. And when I was nine, it was one of the first moments where I was watching a movie and I could not take my eyes off of Christine. Or or Gerard Butler, yeah. aka the fan. Especially that scene, though, like that scene. She that scene is what I'm talking about. Like, I already thought she was beautiful, right? But then they pull out all the sex appeal and everything while she's being taken down into the dungeon. They did that on purpose. And I'm like, not not for nine and ten year old Mariah, but they did that on purpose. Yeah, and they did that for the adult crowd, and they they you know. Instead, they've attracted the gays. Fans just didn't have to yell at her. It. No, it wasn't the yelling part that that was the next morning. What God was when he showed the fucking wax replica oh, okay. of her. He could have <laughs> had her up in the bag. He could have had her in the bag. She woke up like, and she's like, okay, "Oh yeah, yeah. reacted a little. Like it's just a, one of his little hobbies." But like, you know? I'm saying, like he had her so hypnotized that he could have got. He could have. I didn't want to like. <laughs> I didn't want to say that directly, but like he could have gotten anything he wanted out of her. You that should night. beep that dog. You should beep that. It'll be funny because people know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then and then he ruined it. By showing a wax replica, yeah, and she fainted hot. because I would also faint. Like, just imagine if you met a guy just naturally yeah, in Starbucks and you're like, or something. They're obsessed with me. And I he's love obsessed this. With you. This is great. Like, he's like giving you so much attention. And then you open their closet, and there's a whole ass shrine of and like pictures of you. Shrine. We're talking like I don't know if you guys seen you from Netflix, but like that's yeah. the level of creepiness that I would imagine and, in and modern he, day. And he turns to you like, check this out. Look at Look what, at I what made. I've collected. I'd your hair like, samples and yeah, he's probably your clothes. Try to like size it. Yeah, like wedding dress just right. I'd be like. All attraction gone. Yeah. Now, sadly, because Phantom is, you know, f- fiction, I'm like, oh, Phantom, I still love you. That yeah, was like a little weird, but if it was but real, if it was life, real we life, we would not support the Phantom <laughs> yes, guys, yes. obviously. Yeah, obviously. Okay, we understand in the original Phantom that he grooms her. And he manipulates yes. and grooms her and shit like that. But we're just talking about fiction right now. Fantasy when we were world. kids and didn't know any better. All I saw was the chemistry, all right? And that's what I'm talking about tonight. Yes. Yeah. Well, we admit and that you know he when was toxic and Raul was not. I'll get back to yeah. this other point, but when you think about it, the movie kind of does come to a conclusion that is like, oh, yeah, I you're right. No, very, very quickly, yeah. too. It's not like it takes so long. Like, immediately after, like, this next scene, you, if you're looking at it with the right lens, she's aware that he's creep. Yep, yep, and, you know, it just goes downhill from there because she starts recognizing that his love is an obsessive love yeah. that she feels trapped in and controlled by, that she has to live a certain way. But when she's with, you know, dusty-ass Raul, for some reason, she feels free. If y'all like, like Beauty and the Beast, it's kind of the same thing. No. He just, he keeps her captive, and he's like, no. I need you to love me. And then he lets her go, you know? The Beast never but, let her go in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, he did. No, he, he didn't. Said, yes, he did. He said that she can come out of the cage, but he had she had to live in his mansion and stay oh, there. Yeah, but then she said, "Go to your dad." Like yeah, yeah. At the, the end, movie. he says, "Oh, oh, oh!" At the end, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a different, but no, like, that's I'm a different timeline. Stockholm syndrome. But Stockholm you can't syndrome, compare it. Yeah, you they're not the same because, because one's still, toxic and one's not. They still like, ended up with the beast. Like Bell still ended up with the beast. And you know what? My girly didn't end up with the phantom. He died alone. I know. And that's what I'm saying. He didn't die. Justify. I know. If you justify that. Then you can't come. I would say the difference after. is that Phantom was toxically obsessed and grooming versus the Beast just act like kidnapped her because he was pissed about her dad and then was like, okay, you can fucking live here, but you're going to be my slave. But Got everyone- it? And then he slowly fell in love where the- it was the opposite, where the Phantom was obsessed and she was like, I'm fucking oh, I in love with the Raul. differences. I'm just saying, like, even the even the pot was in on it. She's like, girl, we can make this work. Yeah, because okay, they wanted to be humans. They wanted to be humans. They were like, we can only be humans if, if the fucker falls in love. So let's make them fall in love so we can right. be humans again. I'm just saying that you should hate the fiction part of Phantom that we're talking about. 
I feel like Kinsey and I are supporting a more toxic part of the Phantom. Yeah, I mean, he killed We're not bitches. talking about Stockholm. He killed we're, we're not talking about the Stockholm Syndrome. We're talking about the obsession, the, like, never-ending love and will to do anything for her. And I'm like, her. that just sounds like devotion. Like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Gosh dang it. So, obviously, oh, after after the mirror scene and all that, those are, like, you have to listen to all four of the songs in a row. What happens? Uh, why am I blinking on how we get from what happens after... She wakes up and he yells at her the next morning, like the next day. I think he takes, like, she wakes up randomly somewhere because she does not remember leaving that dungeon. Oh, she wakes back up in her room. Yes. Yeah. I remember her. She's like, was that a dream? Because the thing is, it didn't go well. So he was like, shit. You know, she yeah. fell asleep and he took her back upstairs. Uh, And then we go straight from there to her performing again. Actually, the next time she performs, she performs as a boy, remember? Yeah, they're trying to get uh, because Madonna Because she so. did too well. Oh, yeah, Prima Madonna's Madonna was a little like, upset. She's like, oh, you guys think that she's better I'm about than to me? walk out, and they're like... And I will take all the cast with me when I leave. Yeah, so they're like, okay, hold on. Let's pull yeah. you back. Oh, the, she said that? I didn't notice Yeah, that. she says, yeah. like, some of the people are going to go with her, like, the, her friends. And yeah. then the Phantom's in his little cave making the girl the boy and making her the queen again with his little clay figures yeah but then he sets up the whole show to not go in her favor yeah which i thought was yeah very and he funny. murders <laughs> and he murders he hangs the man <laughs> and then straight from there it's a cutscene. it's a whole like six month cutscene, isn't it didn't he like kind of so to get hung Oh, he was no, that he was guy was no that guy was chasing the phantom. Like he saw the phantom in the hangars, and he was running after the phantom. He and the phantom it, set it up so that he I'm could die. I'm not saying like legitimately deserved it. I'm just saying the phantom he did something. Was, like, the phantom didn't just kill him to kill him. Yeah, like the, phantom the man was, like, was chasing the phantom, and the phantom was like, "It's my life or yours." Like, Fuck around and find out. <laughs> Pretty much, he was like, "Let me slide through this secret little ass door, and if you follow, we'll see what happens." That sounds like some scary ass shit. I mean, Damn. the phantom clearly did not care. Yeah. <laughs> he had a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> he had a rough life. childhood. Give him some leeway. Yeah. So then we have like a whole cutscene, right? It goes straight from there to. Wait, wait, wait. So then, uh, this is what happens. It's the thing to me next because she's like, "Come with me," and they run upstairs, and she's crying. Oh she's yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, this oh guy. yeah. Because uh, the hanged man is like floating or during the scene. Yeah. And she's like, so oh they gotta God. go on the ceiling. And she's, she's like, like realizing that he's afraid. actually toxic. She's like, wait, this guy's so obsessed with me, he's killing for me now. Yeah. That's when she's like, I'm so scared. Well, I'm Christine, what are you like, afraid of? Darkness. Darkness. I'm here for you. Wasn't I'll he planning you. on killing Prima Donna during the show and that guy saw um, something about it? I don't know if he was necessarily going to kill her, but I think he wanted to do something no, to her. No, remember he was trying to get the chandelier thing to fall on her. Oh. And that guy saw it. And you're right, you're right, like, you're right. You know, I mean, good for him. He tried running after the Phantom. The Phantom said, it's either her or you. It's you are right, because he, like, ruined her throat, and then he was like, she's still trying to fucking perform, and I, she's not the star. He was like, I'm sick and tired of hearing her voice He's in like, my, so my I'll basement. kill her. And so then after the guy gets hung, they run upstairs, and she's like, oh my god, he's so obsessed with me that he's killing people. And she's like, Raul, I just want to be free. And then they start singing. And the I'm not going to lie. That's a good song. It is. It's oh, it's a phenomenal song, and it's the only time where I'm rooting for Raul. Yeah. Although I still think he's not as sexy or yes, charismatic yes, yes. as it's the, the sideburns. It is the sideburns. You know, it's the sideburns, bro. But when I hear that song, like when I'm listening to the soundtrack, obviously I'm jamming to the first four. The 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 what do we the holy trinity of the Phantom of the Opera song. <laughs> uh, but when that song comes on, I'm like in my feels. Libra Venus is out. You know what it is for me? I think I think Christine did such a well perform performance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where she looked she sounded and looked like she was in love. That's literally what made me be like, Okay, I can get with Raul 
you know, being with her right now in this moment, mm-hmm. simply because I think her performance was so amazing. But Raul then when it cuts, like, all right. But then when it cuts to the Phantom being all piss hurt yeah. in the background, you're this like, this is my first shit. highlight of just like, well, after the Holy Trinity, yeah. I was just like, he's on the roof. I was so fucking flabbergasted and like scared. I was like, what's he gonna do? And then his song made me sad, and then I was scared again because he got mad at the end of the song. It was a lot. So then. He it's a mix of emotions. It is a mix of emotions when you hear that song. He does disappear for years. A that whole is such last a year. Scorpio thing to do. Because he he's he's plotting. It's not that he just disappears. He goes and makes a whole plot. Like he game well, I'm plans. I'm sure he had to rem- like you know. Oh yeah, he had to isolate because that's what Scorpios do. He had to go it, through a whole death a cycle. Week. And then he was like, a week. Yep. Let's. Yeah, I mean, he was gone for. Years. I mean, yeah, and then he I mean, wrote he a whole last play. He wrote a whole play. He said, "We're gonna transfer." And I bet you it was a mix of emotions. I bet you he was like. This is my game plan. I'm speaking as a Scorpio. He's like, I'm going to fucking do this and I'm going to kill them. And I'm hurt. He's like, no, we can't actually do that. Let's so think of a better solution. And then he goes back party. and forth. This is later. Uh, and then he goes back and forth. And then he's like, okay, this is the new plan, guys. And he was like, he probably had to like calm himself down. Think about like when your Scorpio has a visceral like, reaction and you have to bring out logic for a minute. He's like, let's do this right. Logic if we're going to do this, plot. let's do this right. And, then and it's entertainment. By. I'm not going to lie. As a Scorpio, you want entertainment with the revenge. Yeah, he's like, I gotta get everything I need. Yeah. And I gotta get away with stuff. So then a year goes by, and Christine's the masquerade engaged. happens. And, and then my favorite scene, masquerade! I like the masquerade scene, but I like more when the Phantom fucking shows up with the yeah. I, I don't think I like the, the... The thing about the masquerade scene is the concept. Like, first of all, I know it's been a year, but the idea that the owners of the opera house were like, you know it would be a fun event? A masquerade ball. Knowing damn well the Phantom's still alive. I know it's been yeah. a year. But the concept's hilarious. They thought that he went away. I mean, maybe, maybe there's not. I think, I bet you it was a joke. They were like, (laughs) remember when there was a phantom last year and he wore that mask? We should have a masquerade ball. Wait, wait, wait. You know what's even funnier? I love how they know this bitch exists. And he shows up play after play. And like, even including this one, like he comes and he's like, here's your next act. And he drops it on the floor. They, they, this guy has killed bitches. Like, no one's, they're they're not startled enough for me. They read it and they're like, shit. We got it. That's what's funny. They still do it. They still perform it. Shit, it's good. Like, they don't even think for a second that, like, it could be an evil scheme yeah, or that he's going to yeah, kill more of their like, people. The Phantom sets them up every time. Like, even that one scene when he wrote letters to all of them. Well, I don't know, though, because oh, yeah, in the when he busts in the masquerade, um, Christine's talking to Raul, and she's like, I'm afraid. I don't want to do this. I know this is a plot. And Raul's talking to the- He's like, what the, are you afraid of? It's fine. He, no, he's talking to the- Oh, that's um, the song before then. Open. Sorry. He's talking to the theater owners. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's make a plan. We will literally use Christina's bait to bring the fans yeah. out. Like, they were plotting when they were given that last play. So it wasn't, although I think you were hilarious in saying that, Caitlin, I think there was some sort of plot that they were doing as a oh, counter. Yeah. You know? But they didn't spend a whole year making their plan. That's the problem. Yeah, so it's kind of like, were you, are you so sure, sure about your plan? Since the opera house owners bought the place, uh, the... The lady, the, you know, phantom side bitch that, um, you know, blonde you chick's mean, mom. You mean his uh, mom figure? I wish she was a girl when she found him, so I don't know. That chick that he, the one girl he fucked with yeah. in the mansion um, that knows his secrets and shit. She's like, yeah, there's a phantom and you gotta do the pl- place. Not even her. The old owners he told them, didn't they? They told them, like, by the yeah. way, here's the phantom's, like, paycheck. This is what you gotta pay him every month. Yeah. And they were like, what a joke. And they're like, we're not kidding. And then the guy was like, good luck, bye. He's like, good luck, I'm done dealing with his ass, so bye. Gosh. Yeah, yeah so we have the we have the masquerade scene. I love that scene when the phantom falls and they're in the mirror and Raul falls down. First of all, I'm sorry, Raul, what do you think you're going to fucking do? Yeah. Why'd you follow him into his trap? 
Wait, but hold on, hold on. I really liked when he popped up in his red ass suit. Oh, the whole new mask and everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He comes in and drops it down. No, Sorry, I, I just I agree. wanted to focus on the, the suit, the, the look. imagery. I was like, girly pop. He's got a different mask on and everything. And it's even scarier because he's been gone for a year and then he pops up with a while they're dancing. Color? They're doing a whole party and dance. Yup, yup. And then they like, fall in the hole. Funny. Now we can talk about the next part. I just want to talk about that. Yeah, and then Raul falls down the hole. With no tour, no nothing. Nothing. But he wait, just follows him. What about, I think I think you guys are wrong. He doesn't fall through the hole yet because they have to do that final play. Remember? No, no, no. no. We're okay, talking about the masquerade times. scene when um the Phantom does his little smoke bomb, drops in the hole, Raul follows him, and there's a bunch of mirrors. And the Phantom's like maniacally right. laughing right. on the other side of the mirror because they're in like a mirror maze. And that's when his uh buddy... The chick turns on him and saves Raul. She's like, listen. She's like, hey. I, this is my buddy from like kindergarten, but now he's taken a little too far. She like okay, adopted him. That. So then they decide to do the play musical anyways. And this, because there are several, there are three outfits oh that we can all talk about God. that affect me as a child. There's the um, beautiful dress. The first dress of the, think, the of me dress. think of me. Beautiful stars. Like, oh my God, I want to be married in that kind of dress. Then there's the, you know, Phantom of the Opera main song where she's wearing that nightgown, nightgown bridal, sexy-ass thing. I don't know. And then <laughs> at the end is when she's wearing the past the point of no return dress. Yeah. There's like salsa looking inspired, you know. And that scene, oh my God, I was tearing up. You were crying. I was crying. <laughs> well, like, I'm talking about, first of all, she looks so good. She looked popping and she might say that the Phantom's dangerous for that fucker, but she's but got she a boner keeps giving, for him. She gives into it. She's got a boner for She him. entertains it. It's not like she's running or hiding. Like, she's, um, like, showing the emotions she, towards it. And, like, she admits at one point in my personal, like, favorite part of the movie, uh, which was the end, um, she's like, it wasn't the fact that you're, you know, you are uh, scarred and um, deformed. It's the fact that, like, your soul is deformed. Yeah. Yeah, that's and what that it was is. so sad. But before we get to that, because that was sad. I'm when they're like, like you, your point about the boner, like we could say, haha, funny, but it's just like, she's like, you could have had it, but you yelled at me, and I didn't like that. I mean, you yelled at me. You hurt my feelings, so fuck people, you. You started controlling me, was the main reason. Like, she was basically saying, you couldn't love me freely, you had to control me. Like, basically, like a bird in a cage, and that's not what love is. Like, that's straight up what she told him. And at the end, when she says that to him, he, his whole, like, thought process when he hears that shit he's like she did love me she could have loved me and i ruined it it was such a score i remember being a child i was like obviously as an adult i wouldn't know this but as a child i was like i wonder which one she's gonna pick oh yeah i mean <laughs> like after she goes to her father's grave i'm like i wonder if she's gonna be with raul or the phantom <laughs> also it's just like you know if y'all just talked about it maybe yeah if the phantom together. just calmed down for a second and raul just like took a day off and y'all wrecked and let her breathe. Let's talk about a point it could have worked out. No return. Just a second longer because, like, you know, when she rips his mask off, like, it ripped my heart out. I was well, like, okay, but what about what about right before that though, when they're singing and the tension is probably the thickest uh-huh. I've ever seen in the movie. Because hear me out. I know when he brings her down in the dungeon the first time, the tension's immense. It's different right? though. It's a different but type in of the tension. The second one, it's like 
because she's it's like more present. Have sex. She's yeah, more yeah. present there. The first yeah, time she's very, like hypnotized. So I'm saying they're like both equally present because the other one, you know, she's kind of dreaming and yeah. kind of not sure if it's real. So this one, they're looking at each other in the eyes. They're so totally attracted to one another. Like when I was a kid seeing this shit, I thought I was watching sex. Like that's how it felt. You were like, like, this is porn. This is pornography. The female gaze, guys. <laughs> and like the way they were touching each other so lightly, but yeah. like the tension was thick as fuck. And then when she and this is why I'm saying I thought that they were going to end up together as a ten year old. That's what I'm saying. I was like, she's really going to give up her whole world, live in this dungeon with the Phantom for the rest of her life. And And I would too. And for me, it's he starts singing the uh, "All I Ask of You." Because he he was he manipulated her. He's like, I would love you like that. Just love me back like that. And then she rips his mask off, and I was like, you did not. You did not. Just why did you do that? Honestly, she had no reason to do that. There's no, like, when I think about it, there's no logic reason for her to do that. Other than to, like, obviously star- startle him. But, like, in that I moment, a- how intense it was, like, she didn't have to do that. If, if it was, like, a slap on the face. It like, was. I don't know if Very she... Very intense version of rejection. I don't know if she felt, like, that she couldn't say no to him. That, like, if she said no, that he wouldn't take no as an answer. Like, that. this is my guess. Did she do it because she knew it would be enough of a rejection for him to know that... Mm-hmm. It, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. to humiliate him? Which is extreme. But, you know, he is crazy. He is obsessive over her and killed people over her. So did she feel like she could really just say, hey, yeah, I'm into you, but I don't think this could work without him yeah, trying you're to right. no, further. She, no, because what we saw further was, like, afterwards, <laughs> was she was like, I'm literally in love with Raul. Raul. And he, he was like, you're in love with who? Because I could take care of that, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're I think right. it was so wrong because he was being so vulnerable. I also think he was in a state of mind where he wouldn't have accepted any yeah. form of response besides that whole ass humiliation. And when you saw that, he still snatched her. He still said, you know what? Fuck you, bitch. That was rude as fuck. But I have the hots for you. I'm taking you anyways. You know? Yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. Again, the autism. He said, this is my hyperfixation for the past 20 years. I'm I've taking been it. for a year. You're coming with me. Like, and then, when she, like you said, the loving freely. She's like, what are you going to do now? Like, take my flesh? And I know. She really was like, you. She's crisscrossing. Like, she's like, what are you going to do? Okay? You love me so much. Like, you felt like you had to kidnap me. Like, and like you said, his whole thought process started changing she was, he was, she was like, you're just going to rape me? Like, that, I didn't know what that scene was when I was a kid when she said that. And rewatching it as an adult, I was like, she's speaking some facts. Like, you love her so much, you're going to take her against your will. Like, are yeah. you going to rape her? Are you going to, like, what's wrong with you? And I think he was like, damn, if I do love you, I, I want a passionate love with you. I don't want to force yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, Homeboy was like, I think she, obviously, like, he's still a horrible person, but I think she really, like, opened up things for him because, obviously, he was, like, n- had no social skills. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was raised in a cage. And then <laughs> was raised in a dungeon underneath an opera house. Yeah, so I think that, you know, he's got some issues. And maybe maybe she really made him reflect. You know, maybe he needed to do some shadow work after maybe that. Maybe his thought process was like, we already have a connection. So if I just keep yeah. her anyways, maybe it'll she'll just get over it. Like, he really thing. didn't get it. He was just kind of like, well, we clearly like each other. So why are we denying? So why not? And she's like, that doesn't matter. Just because I have yeah. feelings for you doesn't mean you can just take me whenever you want. That's the whole control issue that she didn't like. Yeah. Like, you want to tell me what to do and take me. But all he saw when he was a kid was people like controlling him not not to give not to like give justice to the phantom but yeah that's what we're saying like he literally people blocked him in a cage and used him Mm -hmm. and he was like well they love me so much that like they kept me in a cage and i love her so much i will keep her in a cage we've never we've never reflected deeply on like the the phantom's actual trauma before we know we've always been like damn there's something y'all stay simping what anyway y'all stay simping that's why yeah um like there's no need to like reflect when you're just like but 
I mean, Timothy Leary's reflect when you're like he's an asshole. If even if you are like a phantom hater, you don't ever think about but their listen, background. Maybe it's my Virgo moon. I don't know. As a child, when I saw him make that realization mm-hmm. and let her go, and he went to his room, and he cried because he did love her. Yeah. Like, even, if you just cut out the obsessive part, he loved her so much. Yeah. At the much. end of the day, he loved her that much. And I was like, but he's better now. He's literally fixed. You took two seconds. Be with him now. <laughs> like I was like, come on. You're like he's crying. That means he's learned his lesson. Yeah. You're like this is yeah. Right now. <laughs> so uh, rewind. Um, oh yeah, so past the point of no return. <laughs> I think this is my biggest highlight. Like, if I were to just scribble in the script with my big bright yellow highlight, this is the part that just was making me gasp and gag and sweat. Is when Raul came down. And oh the, my god! The lyrics, the music, the pacing, the tension. Like at first, I thought maybe they were gonna have it out, but I was like, you didn't bring a sword. I will admit, there was a split bitch. second during that scene where Raul was attractive. Which one? Ah! Right, if you tell when me when he was chained up. First of all, when he was chained up, he was dumb enough to get himself stuck on that wall. I'm not That's saying not that sexist. he was smart. I said there was a split second where he was attractive, physically attractive on the being, being chained up. Maybe I'm I sorry, girl. Maybe you have context issues. Context comes into play with me, and he got like straight up. Yes, easily he thrown on that wall. So but there I can't was something be about him being now. chained up on the wall and like trying so hard to get off to save Christine. Where I was like, mm. I said a split second. It was like you flick it the light on. I'm gonna let really. you enjoy your opinion, but let me. Tell I you. would like to say out of all of us, that I have a very uh, interesting dynamic of when I find things attractive <laughs> that no, are I not that are not typically no, attractive. The, thing the, between the thing is, is I find the the theory of it attractive. Like, yes, having a man chained up to a wall where he's still fighting and wants to use you so bad and just the idea of submissive men is very attractive. How do you get up there? But but the thing is, that's where I get turned off where I'm like, Phantom threw your ass around, got yeah. you on that wall, I'm attracted to Phantom. I, said, I, just, I, said I, just, am th- I just have this imagery in my head where I don't do the build up to the imagery and I think it was like yeah, the so disheveledness the of image. him tied up, the hair that's messed how, up. I'll give you that. The, the white shirt that was right at the water but rising. No, yeah. Because so when I first saw that scene, I turned to her and I said, Phantom just Put him up on the wall yeah, you're not wrong. He was fucking dumb. That's what I said. He went it's down so there with easy. one thing, and that was Miss Ma'am saying, "Keep your hands at the level of your eyes." Girl, when that he, was the only advice. The, the, <laughs> had to be him. He, hold on, let me let me tell you. This is my favorite fucking scene in the movie. Uh, he walks up to Raul with such confidence. He's like, "Come on in, pretty boy, lover boy, whatever." Yeah. And he's like, "How dare you think that I would hurt?" Her. Yeah. Like he was like, "Fuck you." For I love that. that scene. I was so and into that fuck too. Fuck you. For messing this all up. He's like, you're the reason that this yeah. happened. And puts the blame on him. Which, like, and then he immediately turns to Christina and was like, so pick me or him. I can't remember the exact line, but he says him, like. I'll kill him. <laughs> yeah, basically he's like, you you either save him and you stay with me forever. Or I'll kill him and you'll stay with me forever. <laughs> yeah. The Phantom was like, pick it, choice. That scene, you're right. That scene was like a whole different thing because it's so intense. And you're right. He's I like, love that it's on he's Spotify fucking threatening too. him. He's threatening her. Out. Like he is pulling every ounce of ammo he has at this moment to get Christine to say yes to him, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane. I, and then she I just pulls so like a whole scene. Like she yells at him, but then she starts singing softly to him, like you know, what the fuck is wrong with you, you kind of thing. Well, at first she screams, and then he's about to kill. That's her, what I then, said. Yeah. I said she yells at him, and you know, screams at him, and then she starts talking to him softly, like I, you yeah, know, I could have loved you kisses him oh my god that kiss when i was a child watching that kiss i was like you two obviously like each other you like each other way more than i think you like raul yeah i truly think you're way more into phantom than you are into raul i think she was in love with the idea of phantom you 
kids the idea but think about it she was raised to think that this music of the night was going her dad died her dad was like listen to the music of the night and she loved the idea of phantom the idea of the savior that came and like helped her with her way helped her with music she probably had daddy issues you know she's like this manly figure who was helping me and he's in love with me and he will literally do anything to protect me but the end of the day she was like but you are evil which we didn't mention at all the whole scene of her going to her dad's grave to let him go so she can help let go of the control Phantom has over her. That but we, we don't have to yeah. rewind for that. Yeah, that is true. So I actually completely agree with you, Mariah. It actually shatters my child's soul by you saying that. My because bad. I think that is true, that she loved Phantom. Because as a child, losing a, a father, you don't you know you need that father love. So you're going to go looking for it as an mm-hmm. adult. Not saying from experience. Yes, I am. But people do. So yeah. it's just like... You want to be cared for. You want to feel secure, happy, safe. You know what I'm saying? And the Phantom manipulated her through that. He said, I was sent by your dad. So just imagine a sexy ass Because he man. was behind the mirror when she would cry about her dad. Like, he yeah. literally was already aware of all of her insecurities before like, she was even a teenager. Just imagine a sexy ass man coming to you, saying that he was the angel saying of music the, that only words. your father said to you. Yeah. Like, I'd feel incredibly inclined to be with somebody who, was, who knew my dad. You know what I'm saying? And he was it, it's basically the reality of like meeting someone. You're like, wow, I feel like I've known you my whole life. Like when I'll, I'll talk to you, I'm like, wow, can you get if I told you my whole life trauma? It's like I've known you my whole life. But like he p- tricked her into that feeling. Room. It's not the yeah. same. And the fact that I think about that kiss now, maybe she was kissing goodbye this idea she had of yeah. him because she wanted that idea so bad. Oh my god, I'm so affected by that. That's so sad. Well, I think she's doing it to save Raul as well. But the question is, but the reason why the kiss is so much passionate was because she was letting go. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Question. Well, all right. We have our script out of the movie, and we keep Gerard Butler. Everybody else is mad at you. Like, I don't care. I'm the director. I'm keeping him. Christine, obviously keeping her. You can go in and recast whoever else you want. Raul, let's say we recast him, and he's much hotter at the chemistry and the no. acting. No, shut up. Shut up. I'm saying for the story, like, when he shows up and wants to save her, like, genuinely from the darkness, and he really loved her from like childhood memories like and it, i'm saying it's intense it's sexy and she's like i do miss you and this is what free love is and then here she is battling between you know that whole dyna- dynamic and grooming that we just explained with the whole daddy issue mm-hmm. with the phantom and then this person who she freely loved yes, like if raul the, the scene might have felt yeah a i think more that different. the raul raul and christine chemistry didn't ever fe- ever feel genuine even from it, that moment where he's like could it be could it be Christine? I was like, okay. But I was literally like, who the fuck are you seeing from the balcony? Shut the fuck also, up and let her sing. who the fuck doesn't find her attractive right now in this moment? Yeah, I think what that the, the chemistry was, didn't feel real. I always felt like their connection didn't have enough depth. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was very superficial. Like, when you're kids, he was just a, like, oh, she's, friend, yeah, yeah. you grow up, and of course they're into you because you have she boobs and you're attractive. And- he, needed, he needed to be hotter. He needed to have more sex appeal. And there just needed to be more chemistry between the two. And you know what, Maya? I'm sorry. Really if, good looking. At if him. that was true, if those things, if those things were I could added, I totally would have wavered with Phantom because it would have seemed more as if he was only obsessed with Christine. I, and I think that's where your guys' confusion comes from because as kids, you didn't feel that, so you're just like, I'm going to support Phantom. Whereas I still think you guys would feel torn. You're like, yeah, oh, I would be torn. Crazy connection. Yeah. But you're right. Him. I do think that it was like that was the feeling. He was just like, "Oh, there's that fucking girl that I saw when I was in the in the, in the opera house when I was 10. Now she's like a full grown adult. She's got tits. She looks good. Got good makeup. Like straight up, I think I'm her. in love with her. It straight up came off as just like some straight man bullshit where mm-hmm. they're physically attracted to the outside. It's like you don't know her. 
yeah. don't know her now. Maybe you knew a little bit of her then, but she has changed a lot since. And I think if they gave us depth with their relationship um, and Raul didn't have the sideburns, <laughs> <laughs> the- <laughs> yes, I could have felt, I know what you're saying. Uh, I, I think I would have been more torn about it. I would have been like, oh, but the Phantom like clearly loves her, but Raul is literally here to save the day. Imagine in the Think of Me song if Christine did perfect. She looked at Raul like she cared about him. Imagine if he looked at her with that same intensity or even the same intensity that Phantom did, like, as the chemistry. Because it just felt like he was singing, like, at her. Yeah. It was, I felt like she had so much, like, intensity when she was singing, and Raul was just a side character. Like, I didn't feel like he, he actually... He felt so out of place. I didn't feel like he was in love with her the way Phantom was in love with her. Even if he was a tad bit on obsession, like, he just didn't seem like he was as crazy. Yeah, I would... I, like, if you try to ignore the obsession part, like, it felt like there was passion when the Phantom was looking at her, speaking to her. Oh, absolutely. And past, like, of course he was physically attracted to her, but, like, it was just more. It was more than that. Yeah. Of course I want somebody to find me physically attractive, but the extra shit that Phantom would bring, I yeah. like, that's what I want. And he was, like, regularly showing that he cared for her. He's like, I, you deserve to be the star. Like, here's what I'm gonna do to help it. Raul like, was I'm just like, we're gonna get engaged. Like, so what? Engaged. Yeah, yeah. Like Not he hot. he was literally just like excited to be engaged with. He was like, "Yeah, I bag this hoe. I bag this hoe. <laughs> Gotta get my dick wet." Like that's exactly what. That's it how it felt. Like, like yeah. As a kid, the fact that I didn't feel like they had any chemistry says something. As yeah. a child, what As do a I child know that knows nothing. I don't know nothing. Stop. The fuck? Yes. Yeah, I would agree. But I I've like read web comics. She or, dies. Like, okay. I read web comics or like fan fiction about like a uh, you know a triangle of love interest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where a girl is like stuck between these two options, and they're both so good, like you really don't know which one to pick. And if they would have made the movie more like that, then maybe I would have been like happy. maybe during the like cutscene of the year's time, if they would have showed me like some sort of their relationship blossoming, I would have felt different. I think that's oh. something they could have inserted in that scene where they got engaged. Even if they showed me like them hanging out, the proposal, something. I think they could have achieved it in the scene where they, like, were reconnecting. But the thing is, is you can't just have it off of memory, so I understand that. But, like, what if they had chemistry in that moment? The scene where he he came to her room? Yeah. He's like, hey, and it's not I don't think that scene could have done it because you were still, like, on your high of the Phantom. I don't think, I don't think, no matter how passionate they... I (laughs) I don't think, no matter how passionate their rekindling moment was, I don't think that was the prime moment for it. I don't think so, just because it was right after the Phantom scene. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's funny because there's many movies and, like, songs that I like and shows and shit, but Phantom is one of the only that I can re-watch and re-listen to and yeah. for some reason not get bored. I agree. When we put on that fucking playlist from beginning to end in the order that it should be sung... I will only skip I, Prima Donna. Yep. I fucking get so hyped, you know? I know that one day we were driving the car and I was like, well, we can't stop now. Oh, we're yeah. just doing laps because we were on the last song. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if you listen to anything every single day of the rest of your life, you might get tired of it, but Phantom is something that I just still feel excited all the time when I listen to it. It brings, like, so much emotions to me. Like, I, when I came to pick you guys up from the airport, I was listening to it, and I was literally, like, in my car, like, in my feels. I was like, oh, I God, am it's enjoying. Started over. Started over. My hopeless romantic ass, when I hear them yearning for each other in the songs and shit like that. No, it's definitely what it is. Hopeless romantic to a T. I'm like, damn, devotion. They're yearning for the love that they have each other i'm just like and oh i'm about my to God. read this uh this court of thorns book i picked up for barnes and noble i'm about to i'm about to order that i know i'm, I'm like I'm sorry please give me more it's about fairies it's about you know porn what? i know very listen i know very minimal about the book but i'd like to keep it that way and i feel like what i would describe I'll look is it up not later. accurate and the fans would get mad at me okay so anyway so yeah after the point of no return obviously 
Christine, sadly, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, guys. Up, ends up with Raul. Oh, she does die, though. And then I think as a child, I was watching it. And yes, he, he it goes back to current time. And he's like got the clapping monkey thing. <laughs> and he puts the rose or he goes to see her thing. And there's the rose on her grave. There's a ring, too. Don't you remember? Yup. No. Yup. There's a rope, rose and a ring. And it's the ring that Phantom wanted to give her to marry her. I remember that episode. And I was just going to ask you guys what you thought that symbolism meant because I've never really understood. I that. think that I at, at at the time when I first watched it, I think it was just a representation that one, he was still alive; two, he never stopped loving her. But yes. the question yes. then, as a child, I had was, has he always been watching her? My yes. question was, did he choose to always love her and never take anybody else into yeah. to give her that? Room? I think he fully, or was it him letting go of her? No, I, mean, I think he chose to only love her. God damn it, that's so But my, my what I always was wondering is that was he still watching her the same way as he watched her when she was in the house? I think the, to an extent. Maybe, like, of course, Scorpios never really stopped. So I bet, like, it was, like, very, very maybe minimal. making sure she's safe and happy. Yeah, like, he healthy. was like, he was like, well, maybe if they break off one day, I'll stick my yeah, foot in the door. Yeah, keep your <laughs> seats on. Let's say, let's say Raul had some beef, like, yeah, I do think like, I will come home and kill your wife and children, and then Phantom's in the background. I background, think the sad truth is, yeah, he always like, he was if, always ready to, to step in and take care of her if he ever like, needed to. What if to. Raul ended up becoming, you know, an abusive husband? Like yeah. he was like, listen, I'm just gonna stand by the sidelines, and you died happy with him, so I'm gonna still show you that I'm devoted to you. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the ring and the rose is just a symbol of like that. I've always loved you. I've loved no one else, and you know. That's such an uh, autistic it, man, like paying, for real. Paying respects to that, you know. I loved you enough to let you go a lifetime. Yeah. Oh. Damn. <laughs> Honestly, like having that reflection, thinking about the fact of like his childhood, really, like I was like, Ooh. yeah. And also, I don't think he felt loved when he was caged, but I also, I definitely think that no, but he just saw power and yeah. control when he loved something. Yeah. Because why would you want to lose something you want? I think that that I don't ever reflect on how he was as a child and how it might affect him as an adult because I think so many people are just like he's bad period the end and I'm like yeah I guess you're right I guess you're right yeah you can cut out the rest are we done yeah I guess we'll just say our adios without Kaylin uh so uh ask me what I'm sharing next week (laughs) so Mariah what are you showing us next week but not, oh, next pee break. We're wrapping it up. I don't. Well, care. typically I pee in the middle of the pod. I'll redo it. Okay. <laughs> I know, but it's just because I know that you had to go, and I was just trying to. I was just asking it. when it was done. Okay, we'll redo it. I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. So, would you guys share Phantom with anyone else? Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't think that normally we have like a really specific audience. I will show anyone who gives me the time of day that two and a half hour long film. <laughs> Yeah. And I will gladly sit by their side and watch it with them. And then if they're like, oh, we can pause. I'm like, no, we will continue. Unless <laughs> we're at the halfway point because you're watching. Thank you. What about you, Kaylin? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> ask what I'm watching. I don't know what to say. Sharing. The answer is yes. The answer is yes to anyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I showed my father. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Ask I love that. I'm sharing next week. What are you sharing next week? Uh, next week, I'm sharing Animal Crossing. Um, I didn't know this was coming. Yeah, Kaylin didn't know. I did put it. I, only, I saw the it on only, the calendar. Yeah, the only reason why Kinsey knew is because I put it on the Google uh, calendar. I've not gotten to my desk. It's okay. Um, I decided to share Animal Crossing because I went to do a video game because it's been a while. And I have played all the Animal Crossing games. So I would like to talk about all of them. Obviously, I know you guys have played New Horizons. Um, and even though Nintendo has a completely abandoned their game. 
Um, I still love the game. I still love the franchise. It, it means a lot to me as a child. So I'm excited to talk about it. Are we? Well, we'll discuss it later. How we're going to approach it? Because I just got excited to play some more new horizons. <laughs> but I do imagine in some way, either video or just showing us on your own. I could show you more, and I can also like I could fucking bring over a uh, new leaf. In, that's for the Wii, and I also have Wild World and City Folks, which is the I lied. New Leaf is on the Nintendo DS. I have City Folks for the Wii. I could like, in theory, bring it over for the, during the week if you want to see it, okay. or I'll pull up some clips. Uh, I don't know if I have my animal, my like the original Animal Crossing for the GameCube one, but that's like a whole different experience. That I wish we obviously the game takes too much time, but I wish I had time to show you guys because that game was like insane. The fucking villagers, if they were rude villagers, they were rude. They'd be like, "What's up, ugly ass bitch? Ain't seen you in three days." Mariah, I'm so excited. I feel like your band teacher bringing in the rolling TV to watch some. Yeah, maybe if we have time next week. Obviously, we won't have time to like fully deep dive in the game, but I can start up each game and kind of show you guys some things that are different, like how the houses are different or how like the pixelation suck in the first game. Yeah, maybe we. And can I can just kind of fun stories of like maybe different yeah. things in your life when you were playing. And I can show you guys like uh. Because each game is a different concept, I guess, in theory. It's the same game, but they all have different concepts. I could show you guys uh, kind of what they each look like. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, man. Well, all right, guys, bye. Talk to you next week. See like, ya. Subscribe. <laughs> like, subscribe. Like, subscribe. <laughs>